the Newbury Arts Prize podcast, recorded on the 15th of May 2020. The Newbury Arts Prize has fascinated me, but Henry Newbury's fascinated me. I've been privileged to read through his diaries, his letters, records, archives. I think that the foundation of his open-mindedness was probably born in Bridport, where he grew up. At the time, around about the, the 1850s, 1860s, there doesn't appear to have been a dominant religion in Bridport. Everybody was very tolerant and everybody was very easy and at rest with each other from whatever denomination they were from. And that was replicated in uh, his both his own art and and the teaching of art. He was very open-minded. But, but the one thing that Newbury tends to have installed into all of his students was quality. And it didn't really matter what the subject was. It was more important to have a well-crafted medium in order to be able to deliver the subject. Newbury was very bold uh, when he launched his arts prize, the, the, the competition, in 1875. It was on his 20th birthday. And reading through some of the letters, he, he literally he stood on the steps of the relatively new Royal Albert Hall in London. And he gave each of his friends a bottle of beer. And he then announced that he was going to wager 100 guineas of his own money. Now, as a 20-year-old, the equivalent money today is a, around about fifteen, twenty thousand pounds. It's an enormous amount of money for an artist to offer his friends as a competition. But regardless, Newbury had the means and the ability, uh, surprised his friends, and he also wagered that within a year, or rather on his twenty-first birthday, on the fifteenth of May, eighteen seventy-six, he would be able to host an exhibition inside the walls of the Albert Hall for everybody who had competed. Now, bearing in mind, Alexander Graham Bell had only just applied for the patent on his, his new telephone. Um, admittedly, there was Telegraph and, and the likes. But Newbury being 20, he had that self-belief that he could create a competition for artists all over the world. And possibly because of that belief, possibly because of the size of the cash prize, possibly for all sorts of reasons, he managed to attract over 800 artists who collectively exhibited over three and a half thousand works of art inside the Albert Hall. And those were paintings and drawings and sculptures um, and designs for architecture. There's a whole range of the classics. So he, he brought together all sorts of cultures, beliefs and uh, artists. And here we are again. It's the Newbury Prize, uh, the Newbury Arts Prize. This time we've increased the reward rather than giving £25,000 to one winner. We're giving £25,000 to each winner of uh, the three classic categories. So once again, the categories are painting and drawing, carved or cast sculpture, 
and architecture and design. Now we're just following in Henry Newbury's footsteps in his vision and following his rules and his disciplines. So in 145 years, the rules have barely changed. And yet here we are able to offer a platform where we have modern communications. We have the telephone, we have social media, we have the internet. Um, we have all sorts of uh, communications available to us. And yet, and this is a, a belief that follows on from, from Newbury again, that art seen directly, there is something a little bit more uh, provocative than if it is seen digitally. But nonetheless, in order to access artists from all over the world, we are inviting artists to submit an online entry in the first instance. And then, as the competition progresses, works of art will be judged directly and physically by our panel of esteemed judges. We've once again followed in the footsteps of Henry Newbury, and we haven't invited other artists to judge other artists. We've actually invited curators and academics, collectors, and uh, those who are non-critical, they don't write um, critical comments as a profession. These are the people who study and who are open-minded and are able to judge, we believe, fairly. And it isn't down to just one or two judges. We have a very extensive panel of judges and we have the People's Prize. And this is an opportunity where members of the public can become judges. You can see entries online as they come in and give them a point. And then collectively, the more people, the more possibly democratic the, the vote is on what is regarded as the best, the, the winning art. Now, I know that competitions and the way that competitions are set up are uh, in themselves open to criticism um, and debate. And that's fantastic because there are lots and lots and lots of art competitions. But I don't believe that there are many art competitions on the planet who have held by the original visions of the founders for so many years. The Newbury Arts Prize is indeed one of the oldest open arts competitions in human existence and something that we're very, very proud of and proud to offer to you, both the artists, you as an artist, or you as an art lover. It's very exciting and the competition is going to be open for six months for entries. Then we have several weeks of judging and then we have a prize giving back in the Royal Albert Hall, which was originally built for arts and science. So again, it's lovely, uh, 145 years on, to, to follow in those footsteps once again, but to further the platform for artists, what we have already planned and have in state is the fact that we will 
continue the exhibition so that we can ensure we can show we can exhibit on your behalf your works of art to people right the way across the world so the plans at the moment are that we will be able to exhibit in london and paris and new york and mumbai and beijing and then bringing it back to the UK, we'll exhibit up in Glasgow, near the Glasgow School of Art, where Newbury was the headmaster. And then finally, we'll bring it back to his hometown of Bridport here on the south coast of England. Um, so, the competition is open. The floor is yours, and we look forward to receiving your entries. Good luck. <laughs>